Okay, so let's see. We got some people on the phone here. Let's do admit all. Admit all. Admit all. <laughs> there we go. Admit all. Hi, everyone. Oh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. Thanks so much for coming. This is uh, Zenful Conversations is what we call it here. You can find us having conversations every single day in a private Facebook group for women. We're in our fifth year of daily conversations. And you can get the free link, Zoom link for this and information on all the other offerings because we have these Zoom conversations periodically. You just need to get the free Zoom link at zenfulconversations.com. My name is Zen Jen Brown. I'm your host and we're here today with guest speaker, poet Julia Fehrenbacher. Am I pronouncing that correctly? That was beautiful. Very nice. <laughs> That's exactly right. Great. Hi, everyone. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so I'm just going to tell you a little bit about Julia. Now, uh, I, Julia and I do not know each other prior to this meeting, but uh, I, I got to say, I really love you. <laughs> um, you are you. Uh, I feel very, very similar in my heart as you do in yours. Um, but so I, I was I wasn't really able to chop this down too much. This is a little this is a couple minutes of introduction, but I think it's so important to know who she is because we're going to be talking about her words and her poetry and what comes from her heart. So I just want to share a little bit what is going on. Um, so a little bit about Julia. Julia says that over the last few decades, I have been whittling away at old unserving thoughts and stories, doing my very best to love and accept myself so that I could show up in the world awake and in love rather than half asleep. The more I am able to love and nourish myself, the more, the, the, more the nourished, well-loved part of me is able to show up for my writing and creating and for people and for life. Uh, doesn't this sound, this is our message. This is what we talk about so much. It is my intention and desire to be as present as here as possible. This being here is a constant practice, a practice that begins and begins again in each and every moment. And it's everything. Everything real and true is here. Never there, never yesterday, never tomorrow. This is something I forget and sometimes remember every single day. I'm touched by this, actually. Um, I am also noticing that the better I get at loving and being true to me, the more true, more this trueness wants and needs and can't help but speak and share. We're talking about throat chakra being open in alignment here. The words I write, the coaching I do, the classes I create and facilitate are coming from the truest place I know. One thing I know with certainty is that this world needs more people who are moving through life from a place of loving kindness and connection being who they truly are, not who they think they should be. Julia is a poet, an author, a life coach, teacher, a regular practicer of yoga, and a sometimes painter. She's a wife to a great guy, a mom to two beautiful teenage girls, and they have their wonderful little dog, Lucky, and their cat, Watson. Julia grew up a military brat born in Germany and then moved from place to place most of her childhood and moved a lot on her 
in her whole life until she landed at 27 years old in Oregon or Oregon, I'm not sure the pronunciation. For the first time as she knew she found home, the moss covered trees, the wild beauty of the Oregon coast and forests, even the smell in the air, all of it whispered, welcome home. Julia, I feel like this is, this is when I do my offerings, that is exactly how I feel. It's coming from the truest place I know. So I just, I'm honored that you're here with us. I think I'm trying to say. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here. I, I've decided that being with circles of women is my absolute favorite thing. So it's, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's great to see your yeah. face. I create lots of circles of women. That's one of my favorite things to do too. That's what I do. I I create. Uh, I do. We do workshops for women and circles. All kinds of circles for women. This is a circle for women. Mm. Yay! First circle <laughs> for women. Julia, <laughs> uh, my gosh, you inspire me. Though you inspire me. Um, thank you for agreeing to be with us today. Thank you. Uh, a, a little while back, I don't know, it was only a couple few weeks ago, wasn't it? You sent out an email. I'm on your email list. I got on her email list because I have her book and I'm not sure how, how I ended up on your email list um, in the beginning, but I am on your email list and I got this email and at the end of it, it just had like a little, you, you were just talked, it was a little bit blurb thing. Uh, you were talking about you're leaving, you're, you were decided to leave your career as a teacher yes and then step fully into this mm -hmm. that's right yeah i've uh, i've had a long history of teaching and not teaching and teaching again and i've been teaching now just part-time and i have decided that i will be done with that phase and am going to just step into my writing and my writing life and my life coach life. And I'm just very, very ready. Feels like the perfect timing. So, so yeah, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. It gives me a chance to celebrate that. I'm really excited. No, this is, this is very inspiring. It is very inspiring. And, and since I've, since I've gotten, uh, since we made this date, uh, I have, uh, I've, really dove into knowing your book a little bit more and and I've completely fallen in love with everything in here. Um, some of them, I, I have the pleasure and honor of reading some of these in yoga class mm -hmm. as a teacher. And it's, it's the perfect environment for something like that. And um, they're powerful. I almost tear up a little bit, you know, and actually some of the ladies that are in that class are here tonight. So they can say how, how touching it is, but I forget where I was going with all of that. <laughs> it always happens to me. Oh, so at the very end of that email though, you had PS, if you, if you know of or have a, a mindful community or something like that, I'd love to share my poetry. And I thought, well, we're small, but we're mighty. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so that's how we connected. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how we connected. And that's I love that you followed, followed through with that. I think a lot of people think it's just a, like, maybe not a real invitation. <laughs> and it really was a real invitation. So yeah, I'm glad you, you connected with me. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody answers the emails, but that's okay. 
That's okay. <laughs> uh, we, we have a lot of fun, though. These beautiful ladies are amazing. You know, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for coming and, and bringing your questions. Hopefully you have some questions for Julia. Um, what I'll, I would, I think I'll just want to start with is I read this poem today, actually in yoga, um, her new story, mm. her new story, um, uh, nine, page 91. That is really powerful. I love, she will invite you to join her. When that line comes in, you know, like I said, I'm reading these as a yoga instructor. And when that line comes in, all of a sudden, I feel the energy in me transform and a different personality starts to come out as I'm reading it. It's uh, just, just real, real powerful. Word it, is that, is that how you feel, that poem? When you wrote it, I suppose, right? I'm sorry, what I'm was the question? <laughs> what was the well, question? That's a real powerful poem without reading it through. It talks about you rising, rising up and all that. And I'm just remember, I'm just asking if that's, is that a story of you or is that just something you wrote or is that how you felt? I would say that it, I think all of what, all of it <laughs> it's uh -huh. of me. Um, and it's also an invitation to all of us really. Um, yeah, I feel like, are, were you going to read the poem? Um, no. 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 <laughs> you can, though. I, you I can. I'd be happy to read it just so that we all are on the same page and, and knowing. I think that would be lovely. What we're referring to. Let's see. You said it was 91? Page 91. Page 91. Her okay. new story. Yes. And and what I will say, too, is the there's a line, um, the second sentence um so she is rising up and out of the stuckness of her yesterdays and that that line came out um in one of my writing classes that i facilitate um we do free writing which is just write as fast as you can for 10 minutes starting with some kind of writing prompt it's incredibly powerful um it's it's a beautiful um circle of women that come together and that line came out and it, it, one of the women in the group kind of pointed that line out and it ended up turning into a poem so that's often what happens with writing practice there'll be a line here or there that will end up turning into more of a finished product so this is called her new story she is rising she is rising up and out of the stuckness of her yesterdays she will slip off the cloak of smallness and drape, adorn, bless, and blanket herself in her own brand of bigness. She will surrender the suffocating squeeze of conformity, the dizzying race to nowhere. She will stop waiting for someone else's hand to show her the way only she, only she can know. She will stop waiting, period. She will remember that all she has been chasing rest, rest here, here where feet kiss fertile ground, here where body beats and breathes and breathes and breathes. She will have the audacity to take up space, to follow 
the trail of her own wild longings. To be herself, all of herself, only herself. She will invite you to join her. She is rising. She is rising up and out and through the door that has always been hers to open. She will remember and remember again that she belongs, that she belongs to herself. She will remember that she is necessary. She will insist, she will persist, she will not take no for an answer. She will be her own guide, her own guru, with the help of her sisters, of course. She will follow her own rhythms, her own reasons. She will slip into the new, the never before. She will plant herself firmly and decidedly in her own certain skin. She will bow to the crooked winding ways that led her from there to here. She will bow to each of her sisters, to all women and girls, to all beings everywhere. She will promise to hold her own hand forever. She will promise to hold yours too. She will listen to the wisdom of rivers and wildflowers, to the great growling hunger deep in her belly. She will listen to the silent places between, between then and now, between there and here, between this word and the next. She will write a new story, a story that begins and ends with love. She is rising. She is rising up and out and through the door that has always been hers to open. Dear sisters, do you hear her? Come, she calls. Let us say each other's names. Let us reimagine. Let us gather, grow, build, become. Let us become the roaring wildfire that burns, that burns the small away. Let us rise, let us rise together. Together, let us rise. Hmm. Most of my poems are not that long. <laughs> That's a, that was a long that, <laughs> that is so powerful though. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Does anybody have any questions they're itching to get out right away? Anybody have any questions? Lulu? I do. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was just curious. I, I know that every writer has a different method, obviously, but I was just curious. Do you find it that it's easier maybe to write your poems thinking of somebody else reading them or like Jen mentioned before, thinking of how you express like an outlet of how you want to portray what you feel or what you think or are you thinking of your audience or is it a mix of both? So I would say my focus when I write is always to write the next truest thing, like just what is true, what is true, what is true, what is more true. Um, and so when it first comes out, that's always my intention. When I'm editing, it's like, is that true? Is that is there anything else that feels truer? And for me, that's everything. Um, it, it's not about good. Um, 
I want to throw away that word 100%. Um, Mary Oliver says, you know, um, you do not have to be good. You do, you do not have to crawl on your knees for a thousand miles repenting. Um, it, I think when our focus is on what is true, um, it just, that whole idea of trying to be good goes away. Um, I, I think that everyone knows what it feels like when we try and especially when we try to be good. So when in my writing classes, that's that's our focus also is just let's throw that part away. The idea is to be free to access this voice in ourselves. And I know that the truer it feels to me, then the more universal it will feel. Um, so I think that that part just happens naturally and it's a beautiful bonus. But if I if I have it too much of an audience in mind, then I find that I'm trying. There be, that kind of brings a trying energy, and mm -hmm. I, I, my intention is always to get fully out of my own way and just allow something bigger than myself to to come through and write for me. Um, that's really my intention when I'm writing: get out of the way. <laughs> that little self. I, I refer to the the little me a lot in my writing. Um, and I refer to the bigness, which I, that the bigness is what, what I'm trying to access always. And that's really what's true. So yeah, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, yeah, it does. Basically you're, you're tapping into the source as a sense. That's, that is it. Yes. That's the simple way to put it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Great. Uh, thanks for asking that Lulu. And what a that's uh, interesting I, I i love your answers too gosh i can't get over it thank you lulu you're welcome anybody else have any questions go ahead diane unmute yourself please okay um that was beautiful julia absolutely beautiful and I'm curious as to where you were in life when you wrote that particular poem and what your feelings were at that time in your life. So this was written just probably about a year and a half ago. Um, and like I said, that line, she's up, rising up and out of the stuckness of her yesterdays. Mm. That came out in um, my this writing class that I facilitate, and I knew that that it, there was there's as we all know there's so much going on in the world, and there's so much that needs us to rise and and to access that part of us that is source and not the the part that is wounded easily or has this this ego self that that wants to win or wants to um, be right. Um, so we're always kind of trying to access that place or not trying to access but quieting the rest so, so that mm -hmm. we can access that place um, in my writing classes and that I forgot what the actual prompt was that 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 kind of initiated that um, that line, but I knew when that came out that that I needed to write this this poem that about about rising. Power, so powerful. I mean, that's just it's an invitation to others to find that in us. 
Yeah, just thank you, Diane. Yeah, and you know, also, I this is I feel like this that particular poem. It's been it's been a it's been a process for so so many years. Mm -hmm. You know, this rising. It's a slow process, and and I've been sharing my work, my poetry online for probably fifteen years now, and it's been a very very slow process. And I felt this rising. You know, it's it's kind of like a daily. A little bit more and a little bit more and can mm -hmm. we be brave today can we show up and share it's a very vulnerable thing to do to share and i've been working hard to shed that excess um you know that excess what's in the way uh what's blocking that um that voice from speaking and so i feel like this poem has been trying to write itself for a very long time it's a beautiful you've expressed it so beautifully and so inviting i think to others thank to you. also rise up thank you so we much. each need to do that sometimes i think yes and i these communities of women i, I it's such a beautiful place to start uh, or mm -hmm. yeah, just to start and to continue and to inspire each other and keep that momentum going and then putting that out into the world yes. well, yeah. thank you so much thank you Thanks, Diane. Anybody else have anything? Go ahead, Kim. Uh, hi. hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, I love your poetry. I wish I had heard of you sooner. Um, my question is, I was interested because you were deciding to let your teaching go and move into this with both feet. And I just want to hear about that journey and that decision and like you said you've been having it online for like 15 years like what was there something that really came about that made you just say i'm going for it oh you guys are awesome <laughs> thanks for these <laughs> questions so fun to talk about ah oh, again um this has been a long time coming um as far as the last couple of years, especially, I've been I've been really asking, and is this the time? Is this the time? And it just hasn't been a hundred percent yes yet. Um, I've I've as far as quitting the day job and stepping fully in, into um, my writing life, I feel like. Gosh, that's such a great question. What is it exactly? Um, it, that I don't know that I can even ask it, it or answer that, except for it just was a rightness in my bones that was like, now's the time. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of times when when that kind of source is speaking through you, it doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily make sense. It doesn't, you can't necessarily explain it, but it's just like this deep in your bones, like now's the time. Also, this is probably part of it. My, I have two daughters mm -hmm. and one is at college. She's a, she's a junior this year. And my other daughter's graduating from high school mm -hmm. in about a week, which is going to make me cry. Um, mm -hmm. um, and so she's, um, she's going off to college. So, you know, it's the perfect mm -hmm. time. It's just the right time. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> if that answers it just it, I don't know other than than just feeling a, a deep rightness um, with both my girls, it just feels like a natural transition to step fully into what's been calling me for a really long time. And the, the teaching for me has been beautiful. I work at an elementary school um, and I, I love the kids. 
and it's not it's not my full passion this has always been my full passion to to write and to work with women mm -hmm. and, and to um yeah yeah i think that's the best way i can answer that <laughs> thank you for that i'm sure a lot of us can understand that um you know feeling about that there's you know something else and you know just being able to you know tap into it and go for it and yeah that's exciting i'm very excited for you yeah thank you so much thank yeah. you yeah yeah me too me too um it, it's not an easy thing to do and it is a very vulnerable thing to do and i'm, I'm proud of you too i'm glad you're doing it the way you express it it's like it's absolutely perfect time it's mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. cool you know that's really cool mm -hmm. awesome question thank you Kim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does anybody else have anything they want to ask? Anything real quick? Stuff, huh? Maria? Hmm? Well, I came in late, so I don't know what you talked about before I got here. I apologize. I kept trying to find the link. But anyway, um, did Julia, did you, you talk about your how long you've been writing? Did you say it's been 15 years or has it been longer than that? I didn't, that that was not the specific question. So I love that question. So I have been writing since I was tiny, little tiny, you know, I had one of those little lock journals. <laughs> I used to just carry that thing around when I was just barely writing. And honestly, um, you know, as we probably most have, or many of us have had um, a tumultuous, tumultuous kind of chaotic upbringing. I know I did. Um, um, it was my refuge always. It's always been my place where I can feel safe. Um, and as a child, I needed to write. I needed to be able to have a safe place. So I, I, I started when I was tiny and I would, I just always, always would write more journaling. And I would say probably around eighth grade is when I started writing specific, specifically started to write poetry. Um, so since since eighth grade and I'm 53. So it's been a long time, <laughs> however many years that is. Anybody that's good at <laughs> And that all that all came from feelings and just things that were going on in daily life. And hmm. that's where the poetry comes from. Yeah, I would say so. I, I think okay. that I've always been extremely sensitive and, and someone who um, just feels on a really, really deep level. It had to come out somewhere. It needed to come out. Um, and it just felt like the safe place. I, I don't know at that point in my childhood, nobody wanted to hear it said. I know that. <laughs> so it was like my place to to be able to say it um, to to the page. It, the page that always listened and always it's just writing is such a beautifully therapeutic healing incredible thing i love it even if it's never been you know if it never gets out in the world if if it's never shared um just to, to be able to write for yourself is such a gift um although i really encourage it to be shared because that's such an empowering thing even if it's just for you know one other person so yeah now is this your first book this is my second book. This is okay. my, yeah, it's my second. Yeah. I wrote uh, my first one came out in 2012 and that one has um, some of my painting. It's it has my paintings in it as well. So 
many, you know, many less poems. It's only, I think, 26 poems in that first book and along with my art. And then this, this newest book, Staying in Love is, um, this one has 99 poems. So there's lots and lots of poetry in this one and no, no art. Um, so yeah, this, this is my, my second. Yeah. Thank I you. love the name of that book. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. It is loaded with, and there's not just one good poem and a bunch of not good poems. They're, they're all amazing. It is loaded with it for sure. I use it a lot. That's staying in love poetry by Julia Fehrenbacher that we're talking about for those listening in. Um, thanks, Steph. Sure, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, anybody else have anything real quick? Or do you want me to go on to something else? We'll come back, we'll come back. Um, there's just a lot of great poems in the book. And um, I would love to, we, I know we would love to hear you read more. Um, I have down a couple of them are really powerful. So I'm gonna mention these few and you pick what one you'd like to read. Overdue apology. It may not be convenient. Practicing. There is no there and no such thing as other. Mm. Those, I love that list because they're, they're totally <laughs> different from the list I usually get. <laughs> That's I love I love that. Um, They've touched me. Jen, is there one you go ahead and choose, really? Because I I'd be happy to read. Any okay, one. all right. Uh, no such thing as other. And can you tell me the the page? One twenty nine. Page one twenty nine. Thank you. One twenty nine. Okay. Hmm. I love that you chose this. This is this is never chosen. <laughs> so <it's just> <laughs> Not sure what that says, but that wasn't chosen. I love it. Okay, no such thing as other. It is a perfect evening for a walk. You and the river by my side. Trees, birds, breath, sky filling us with color and song. As we walk by the old homeless couple sitting on the riverside bench. The woman points to my sandals. With words I almost can't hear, she says, I like your shoes. Her smile reveals only a handful of teeth. Tiny rotting apples just about to fall. The old man doesn't speak with words, but with a grin that splashes everything warmer, lighter. I want to know their story, want to know how even without beds or roofs or bank accounts or titles or stylish new sandals, they show us that come as you are is the truest meaning of beautiful. After we chat about the upcoming weekend weather, she says, happy Mother's Day words that feel more like thank you and we're in this together. We walk away with bigger hearts, doors swung open to let the other in. 
four people sharing the same breath and sky, filled full with something that feels like the truest meaning of home. I am still floating in their warmth, bowing to every mile walked in their old tired shoes, thanking them for inviting us to sit for a while by their fire, for reminding us that there is no such thing as other. baby i'm telling you aren't these amazing i'm like i'm blown away by your beautiful words julia thank you so much and i as i was reading i felt so emotional because this little couple was the sweet and you know how to capture after i after we walked past them i just felt so moved and and wanted so much to capture that moment um sometimes words don't do it, you know, <laughs> it was just, it's a beautiful thing. So you were, you did walk by a couple? This was a real true story. Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. It was very, very wow. cool. Yeah. I love that. It's one of my favorite ones also. Hmm. There's a lot of favorite ones in this book. Hmm. Well, and Jen, I have, um, I've got one, one, a couple here set aside too, and please, if you have, you really want me to read, I have a couple um, brand new ones that I, I'd love to share that I haven't really shared in out loud in public. So this one is called um, One Stubborn Layer at a Time. I feel like it really speaks to everything we've been talking about here. And this is a real moment that I had a couple of weeks ago. Once our weather in Oregon stopped raining and stopped being winter, the first title of this poem was The Day It Stopped Being Winter. <laughs> I ended up changing it to one stubborn layer at a time, but um, this was just a, a beautiful afternoon. Peace finds me today, meets me in the clear waters of poets' words, in the distant call of morning dove, in the bursting buds of the old mossy oak. Even the black fly is an almost welcome visitor. It's relentless buzz challenging me, challenging me to meet it again and again. It flies up close to my open eyes and asks, even this? The young men painting the house next door play their festive music and sing and sing. They sing as if not a thing in the world hurts, as if this singing moment is guaranteed. Or maybe they sing because there is so much hurt in the world and none of it is guaranteed. I love how, for once, I feel no need to justify this not doing afternoon spent cradled in hammocks kind lap pen and notebook close for when words decide to come and when they do i catch one at a time like a child catching snowflakes on her tongue i say thank you for each one for what else but words point me back show me how to one stubborn layer at a time undress myself how to dive naked into the clear waters of what is here 
And I feel like it just, that just kind of speaks to the human experience. <laughs> I think it's kind of what we all want is just to undress all this extra stuff that gets in our way and just show up for what is, for what is, you know, yeah. right here. Does anybody else here feel that same way? I totally feel it. Totally feel it. See, every, we all do, so that's great. Mm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yes. Did you have another? Do you want to? I have many others, <laughs> but also <laughs> chime in if if anyone has a question, please. No, we'll we'll we'd be lovely to hear you for a couple, and and then we'll ask if anybody has any questions. Okay. Whatever Let's, you want to share, we're delighted. Seems that that we're kind of on this um this this line of of claiming and rising and showing up for the moment. So here, here's another one. This one is called Hers to Claim. Shortly after waking to this new day, I hear the words, do not refuse any part of you. Do not numb your knowing. Instead, make a nest of tenderness big enough to hold every page of you every age of you, especially the small pigtailed one who ached and aches to be heard. Hear her now, let her rage if she needs to. Hear her until knowing pours like spring rain, until every budding thing raises its drenched head, until every silenced thing is claimed. <laughs> Thank you. In that one, I will say there was this, this, sometimes what happens is I'll be in the shower or I'll be taking a walk and there, there'll be a line that comes through. And, and that line that came through for me on that one was do not numb your knowing. And I just, that, that line, whew, it was like, I, I kind of almost meditated on it for, for days. Do not numb your knowing. And I really, I really sat with like, in what ways am I doing that? And I really realized I'm doing it in many, many ways. And sometimes it's so subtle that you can't really even see it until you really sit with it. And so sometimes, it becomes more of a meditation and then the rest of it will come through later. Um, and that was one of those um, that really, that really needed to be written. It felt like sometimes it just feels like a tremendous healing to write these poems. Um, like they've been trying to write themselves for a long, long time. And so that one was one of those um, that really felt that way. Um, also, you know, let her rage if she needs to. I'm doing a lot of work right now with a with a therapist who is helping me get in touch with that part that maybe does need to rage, you know, and, and not to like quiet ourselves down or or decide that that anger is not okay, but just to really allow it all to be. So that's something that um, I'm really working on. And I find the more love we can bring to those parts that really need to be heard, that's what they've always wanted. Um, that's where the healing really comes. Uh, so bringing that intense radical love to, to our own selves. So. 
That's uh, I I do not consider myself a writer in the slightest bit. I can barely even do a journal. <laughs> um, but you uh, have made the your style makes your writing classes very appealing to me. And and you when what I read up a little bit on your website, it's like it, you're not it, you don't even have to use it. It sounds like a very cleansing, flushing experience. Um, so it's not even about writing to become Julia Barenbacher. Um, uh, but it's not even about that. Really, it's more on you're talking about. It's, I think it's just more of a feeding yourself love or a clear, you know, whatever needs to be done there, process, a Absolutely. great way to process. Absolutely. And there's so many ways to do it, right? I mean, some people can dance and, and, and clear and have it be incredibly healing to dance, but I feel like, you know, or sing or paint or, but that creative expression that, that, that allowing yourself to express in some way feels critical to the human experience. And I, I can't imagine life without that. And so really, yeah, that writing is just like showing up with a pen and a piece of paper and just like seeing what's there, like listening to yourself and allowing something to speak in whatever form that wants to take. And so there's zero attention on the finished product at all. Um, it really is, um, showing up like I, I mean the title of my class is write yourself free um and that really is it's just letting that part speak and it's incredibly healing so yeah and, and with with the class we we write and then we read and then we write and we read and that sounds incredibly scary to people to read what they just wrote but 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 I think the thing that people find is it's so liberating and it has nothing to do about we're not trying to be good we're 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 letting it be messy we're playing we're having fun we're enjoying we're listening to each other and um sometimes the worst you know, the writing, the worse you think it is, the more it feels liberating to read that. Um, sometimes people will say, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I have nothing to say, you know, and they'll they'll write about the voice in their head and what that voice is saying. And, and just to be able to read that is so beautiful. And it just shows us how alike we all are really and how we all have those voices and all that stuff that is blabbing around. <laughs> you know, in our heads, but we also have that deeper, that deeper self. Yeah, well, I'm definitely interested in hearing more about that. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm interested in, jo in joining that kind of group. Mm -hmm. um, I can find that information on your website. You can. Yes. Um, yes, you can. There's a, there's a, right now I'm taking a break and I'm about to do some summer traveling. Um, but mm -hmm. starting in the fall, I'm going to be um, starting classes back up in the fall. Yeah. But you can get okay, it great. on my website. Yeah. So yeah, go, please share, please share some more. Okay, I will. I'll, I'll, you know, since <laughs> my new favorite word right now is sage, S-A-G-E. I'm loving it, that word. Um, this poem is called The Mighty Sage because I, th I feel like for me, 
that's what I want to access is that part. Um, and I want to live my life from that part, not from the scared part and the part who is really critical and, and um, afraid to use my voice. I want to, I want to, I want to live from this sage. So this is called the mighty sage. It is not possible to keep it all. Some will be lost along the way. The road will appear, then disappear a thousand tired times. Finally, and right on time, you will remember you were never meant for the beaten path. You will tug at countless doors. Some will swing smiling open. Others will seal themselves safely shut. And then with delicious delight, you will remember there is no door to the open sky. It, what beats inside you can never be lost. When days get dark, remember the sun still pours her light. Remember, you have never needed to force the ground to hold you. Remember, songbirds do not need to be taught to sing. My darling, my love, my holy holder of light, look at yourself and marvel. Remember, there is a mighty sage inside you who has always whispered the way, who has tossed you a sky full of stars. Go now, scatter them, scatter them everywhere. Absolutely beautiful. Does anybody have any comments? I particularly love that line about the ground to hold you. <clears throat> Nobody has the ground to hold you. I think that was uh, very good. It really resonated with me. Mm. Yes, thank you. It's kind of a relief. I have a think we can just relax into the ground. <laughs> it's holding us. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry, was somebody else about to say something? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Um, so when you're writing, and like you said, you just try to get something down on paper, There's is there a grammatical way that you're thinking about it? Like, oh, I need six words to finish the sentence, or I need, okay. So no. that's, I guess, my question. You know how poetry has certain types of, like a haiku and a, you know, so there's no, is there a, something that you follow or is there, is there a gra grammatically correct or incorrect way or it doesn't really matter? Um, so Stephanie, if there is, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Honestly, like it's really a funny thing because if you were to ask me about poetry, I don't know anything. I, I, I mean, as far as those like stanzas and the lines and the, you know, all the, the, the big words they use to describe poetry, I, I don't, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this because it's true. I don't really care about that stuff. I, I, for okay, me, cool. How does it sound and how does it feel at, in my body? It's really like a whole body experience um, for me. And there's a rhythm that I feel or I don't feel. And sometimes when I read it, especially out loud, I can hear, oh, there's some, there, need, there needs to be another word there, or it's something's not 
sounding right or feeling right in my body. But that's a, such a good question because I do, their, their traditional poetry is very much, it some, I think mostly does follow rules. You know, there's gotta be a, a lot, you know, the second and the fourth line rhyme or whatever, whatever those things are. But I, I don't, I don't do that. If I tried to do that, I would not write poetry because <laughs> it would bother me. Okay. So uh, I'm very much thank you. That. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, feel free to ask anything. Yeah, Diane. Oh, and you're muted, Diane. There we go. Okay. Um, at Hartwood, we sometimes after workshops we'll have a writing assignment, like to go out on the grounds and just write what you happen to care about that day. And I don't remember the term for it from, from English classes long ago, but it was like just letting your mind free and just let it all come out. And once you get started, it's so beautiful. And I see that in what you write, it's just, it's so endearing. It's so emotionally, it's raw, very raw in many ways, but it's a beautiful truth that's coming out, beautiful feelings. Um, the end result must make you feel good once you've, once you've written it. And I'm sure for people who read it, because what Jen has read so far and what you've read is just absolutely beautiful beautiful thank you thank you so much and yes you know um so i, I want to tell you a little bit about so week i call it free writing I don't yes know yes free writing before so I, I i i can't ever talk about writing without mentioning natalie goldberg i i, I haven't had many mentors in my life but she has been my my biggest mentor she wrote a book called writing down the bones and it's it got to be a it's a big book people you know a lot of people know about this book it, it sold i think millions of copies but um i very interestingly my dad gave me that book in high school and it's it's ironic because there's been a lot of of difficult stuff with my dad and then he gave me this book and and her whole approach is about getting the words out and about free writing and not worrying about the rules are that there are no rules that we break open structure that we don't try to try at all that we don't worry about good and I ended up studying for three summers in a row for a week at a time um, in Taos, New Mexico. I went and studied with Natalie and it changed my whole life. Um, it gave permission. Uh, the first thing, one of the first things she says is, please feel free to write the worst shit. She <laughs> says in America, she says America, but I say in the whole world and the whole universe, write the worst shit. <laughs> Shit. And when she said that, please feel free to write the worst shit. I was like, oh, thank God, I can, I can be, like, <laughs> great, like relaxed. It was like there's mm -hmm. no 
play. There's no rules. We can just show up. And I could finally write once she gave that kind of permission. And I, we were in a group of, of women and men. And the first time I ever read my work aloud was in one of her classes. And it was the most liberating thing I've ever done in my life. And so when I, when I returned to Oregon, I then started facilitating my own groups and then classes. And it, I'm so passionate about it. I, I don't think I would have ever shared my work had it not been for that kind of permission. I needed it desperately and um, it, liber it it freed something in me that was wanting and dying to be free really. It, and it, it shows, it, and it, this is a funny connection, but are you familiar with Georgia O'Keeffe? I am. Yes, yes. Your your writing to me is like her paintings. They're so, oh, they are so touching. They're so human and they touch so deep. Mm. And your your writings are the same way. Mm. They have the same feelings. Thank you. Thank beautiful, you. beautiful. Much. What a beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to tuck that into my heart forever. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Maria has a question. I have a question. Um, if you want to, um, I'd like to buy some books. How do we buy books? Is it on your website? Is it Amazon? How? So, so it, my books are on um, all major bookstore sites, um, online sites, but I would love it if you do want to buy to go directly to my Etsy shop, which is on my um on my website, there's a link to it, or and probably Jen can send that as well. I'll make sure you have. I, I yeah, absolutely. Because Amazon, you know, um, first of all, I can sign it <laughs> if you if you order directly through me, um, and also Amazon takes about ninety five percent, I think. But you know, not that it's not the the money I'm I'm caring about. I think people think authors make money, and we don't really. <laughs> so that's not the part. But I would love I love to feel personally connected. So when people order directly through me, it, it allows me to, to to sign it to you, Maria, or to whoever orders. So yeah. So thank you. Thanks for asking. And right now I do just have my newest book on my, um, on my, in my Etsy shop. My other book, I've kind of put that one on hold for a while because this one just came out in 2021. So I'm just haven't been restocking the other one at this point. So yeah. This, this one, this one is the one though. Anyway, that for, I would, I would think because this one is just loaded, loaded with the wonderful wonderful ones and that staying in love that's really really a great a great book i love it i love it it's i've even made my i've made steve listen to them first i don't <laughs> listen to this poem oh, <laughs> um do you have any others that you'd like to share or anything you would like to share julia Oh gosh, if there's not any more questions, I could read I could read another one. Um, let's, let's have another one and then we'll ask if there's more questions after that. Sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like this is always a nice one to end on. This one's called the cure, the cure for it all. <laughs> it's a very lofty title, but <laughs> um there's something about claiming the title, though. I really it felt powerful <laughs> to write that title, The Cure for It All. Go gently today. 
Don't hurry or think about the next thing. Walk with the quiet trees. Can you believe how brave they are? How kind? Model your life after theirs. Blow kisses at yourself in the mirror, especially when you think you've messed up. Forgive yourself for not meeting your unreasonable expectations. Praise fresh air, clean water, good dogs. Spend something from joy. Open a window, even if it's cold outside. Sit, close your eyes, breathe. Allow the river of it all to pulse through eyelashes, fingertips, bare toes. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe until you feel your bigness, until the sun rises in your veins. Breathe until you stop needing anything to be different. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, please feel free if there's any last questions. Yeah. What is any what do you have to say, ladies? Anything that you'd like to say? What's in your heart I, right now? I have a question about what you have on your wall behind you, if that's a bookshelf. That oh. is custom made by my husband. Um, isn't it awesome? That caught my eye right away. And there are books on it. It's hard for, okay, there are books on it, right? Yeah. And is there a flower at the top? It's supposed to be like a flower or? It's a tree. It's a tree. tree. Okay. All right. Caught my eye right when I got on here. One of my I thought I got it. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, I love it. This is actually my, my daughter who went to college. Um, this is her bedroom slash now it's an office for me so um so that's her tree and i we have another beautiful um tree made by my husband that's just the wood is showing you can really see the the knots in the wood in in our in our bedroom because i'm kind of in love with books um yep. and bookshelves and <laughs> so yeah. yeah awesome beautiful that was great question stephanie because i thought i wanted to ask you i mean that everybody here has a relationship with books, okay? <laughs> that I think we all probably like. What is that in her background? <laughs> yeah. What do you read, Julia? What do I read? Um, yeah. Lots of poetry. <laughs> lots of poetry. I love reading novels as well, and I read a lot of books. Um, mindfulness books, I would say, mm -hmm. slash spiritual based books. Gosh, I'm looking at my um, bookshelf here right now and Brene Brown. I love Brene mm -hmm. Brown. I love, I love Elizabeth Gilbert and um, I love like the book Braiding Sweetgrass. I don't know if you've read it. I love that mm -hmm. book. So anything with like any spiritual stories, um, connections, relationships, um, lots of writing books, books about writing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I love good fiction books too. The The last book that I love that was a fictional piece was um, Beekeeper of Aleppo. I don't know if any of you have mm. read that book. Oh my gosh, is that beautiful. Really beautiful book. It's very poetic. It's it's about this couple who is trying to escape um, Syria. It's 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 moving yeah. and it's deep, and it's also be a beautiful book. Um, so lots of lots of different books, but I would say I have a very huge collection of, of spiritual books. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you and Jenna have something in common. <laughs> oh, a, a lot. I, I, I most of this, this poetry. I'm like. You're talking about me here. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, like, if you were, if you were to pull one of your favorite books down from the books you were looking at right there, what one would it be? What book would it be that I would pull down? Oh my gosh! Well, it would have to probably be uh, Mary Oliver. <laughs> oh. Emotions. This is this is like a really thick you know, really thick book of like hand selected poems by Mary Oliver of all her like favorite, I guess you would say favorite oh. poems hers. And she's incredible. Oh. She's such an inspiration. I see, I see. Um, you know, one thing we didn't, um, we didn't talk about was, um, and I, I do have the book, but apparently I didn't bring it in here with me. It's in my house and I'm in my studio, but um, is your, your compilation, the book you were in another book with Mary Oliver? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. So, okay. So <laughs> I've got bookshelf here too, obviously. Um, poetry of Presence is what, was this the one you were thinking of? So there's a Poetry of Presence one and two. And then oh, it must be the second. Have this little book, The Path, um, the Path to Kindness. This is James Cruz. It's an anthology. Oh. Both of these are anthologies of beautiful poetry. Um, I would call them mindful poetry. Um, the poetry presence, it says an anthology of mindfulness poems. So they're very much about mindfulness. Um, I would say this, both of these are. And there's a second one that just came out of the poetry of presence um, that I have a couple of poems in that one as well. But this guy, James Cruz, who puts these little anthologies together, he's incredible. If you guys like my poetry, you will definitely love his. Um, yeah, I, I have, I've, I've connected with poets in my, in the last few years, I really had not connected with poets before. And finally I have connected with them and I, I'm like, oh my God, no wonder I have, I, I found my people. <laughs> it just didn't occur to me before. Like, oh, those are the people I need to be, of course. Like it took me 50 years to figure that out. I don't know why. Um, but yes, okay. I, I, we meet, we, every step is holy. We talk about that all the time. Mm. You know, it's, um, we need to go, we need to learn. We need, we, we need to learn what we need to learn to be where we are and do what we do. And you do it so well. I, I, I love, I love that, uh, that you put that in your email to, uh, reach out if you know anywhere just to talk. And I really appreciate that you, you said, okay, here because it's been a real joy. Does anybody have any last questions before we go? Any kind of anything? No? Jo Julia, do you have um, anything that you would like to final thoughts before I share your contact information? 
just thank you so much. You got it's been such a gift to me to to have such presence from you all, and um, just it's been really beautiful. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I I knew it would be a lovely conversation. I really did. Um, Julia's website is juliafarenbacher.com. That's Julia J U L I A. Fahrenbacher, F as in Frank, E-H-R-E-N, B as in boy, A-C-H-E-R, juliafahrenbacher.com. Um, take a look around her website. There's a lot to look at. There's a free ebook when you sign up for her newsletter. Um, you can get signed. <laughs> yeah, signed copies of her book are available if you want to purchase one of those. And I think they're beautiful. Uh, Julia offers online women's series groups, and she also has a self-paced course, a self-paced course that's entitled Breathe, which we didn't get a chance to talk about. But she'd love to stay connected with you. So juliafarenbacher.com. We will send out all this information and more in a follow-up email, um, along with the replay link. That'll be tomorrow. Please visit zenfulconversations.com to sign up for more of these conversations where you get to ask the questions. Ladies, thank you so much for your support and bringing your awesome questions. You guys rock. You guys rock. Julia, and deep gratitude, Julia. Thank you, everybody, so, so much. Thanks, Julia. Take care. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much.